nightmare. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Stone Genius. And Cat, my name's Ro. I'm the Stone Genius. You know me. I'm often stoned. I'm always a genius. Cat's here. Say hi, Cat. Hello. Is this weird not having headphones yep, on? I can't hear myself. I know. Hey, I have headphones on and I can't fucking hear myself either. So <laughs> I know. Hold on. Put those back on. So, John Humphrey, you need to hear this. So, this is what Cat's all upset about. She get. Oh, shit. Is that. What was that? Oh, that's. I got it. Hit the right button. God, I'm horrible with these. I'm horrible with these motherfucking buttons. Sometimes I'm just like pushing, 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 and nothing happens. And Bobby's like, no shit, motherfucker. Maybe How do you by, like that? Maybe by the 200th show, you will have had the board figured out. I probably will. Hey, we have a guest today. We have John Humphrey in the uh, studio. Hi, everybody. Attorney John Humphrey. I'm sorry. I know that we should have settled this before and we didn't. Uh, Esquire or attorney? Yes. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I, so here, I'm going to go with uh, my very first question because I think Kat and I are going to have the same exact first question. Uh, am I legally responsible to her for any part of this show? Like if Spotify comes tomorrow, someone comes to me tomorrow and they have a multi-dollar offer for me because i i reference cat as my my co-host am i legally responsible for her now i think the answer is that she would be entitled to any proceeds you earn off shows in which she was a co-host right, beyond that bitch fuck you and besides you know, <laughs> she's nowhere near as ugly as you described her i think she's cute really so she could actually take the whole the whole show away from you well, Thanks, I that that's that's why I'm I'm waiting to go video on this because as soon as we go video, I mean some people will listen to me because they're forced to because cat's just not talking. But if we if we go to video, I mean it it just should be a show with her and Bobby, which I would tune into. I would actually pay for that show. Oh God, hold okay, hang on, I got it. No. Oh, oh, you mean just them talking? Yes. Okay. Probably. <laughs> I know. Bobby and oh, I no, on what, video. What what type what type of attorney are you again? Criminal defense attorney, parking to murder, reasonable doubt at a reasonable price. Just because you did it doesn't mean you're guilty. 816-333-2000. Call or text anytime. Hey, so how do you what, enjoy can being text you? Oh. Well, does oh, anyone nice. do anything anymore? Yeah, I don't even want to talk on the phone. I just my voicemail says text me. Yeah. I go. mean and it's funny, when I was a trainer with Sprint. I, it f fucking drove me insane texting. I go, it's a, I would always tell the kids in my class, it's a phone, not a texting box. I have a lot more liability as a real estate agent if I text things to my clients. Oh, so yeah, put it in writing. I would prefer to text, but I'm like, I'm just going to call. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, um. Is, is there a legality uh, for, can someone record your call then, or do you have to know? Or does it depend on the state? I like, have no she, idea. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I mean, if one person is aware of the recording, sure. I mean, it depends. Do you have a reasonable expectation of privacy in the conversation? Uh, no one should ever expect privacy when they're talking to me. Agreed. Unless someone explicitly says, don't ever I tell like anyone. 
just like tattoo that disclaimer on yourself or something. Your, mm. your next tattoo. It would. It, it actually wouldn't be my worst tattoo. My worst tattoo would be the tribal band tattoo. That was all the rage back in the early 90s. Back when you were in the single digits, a lot of people were going out and getting tribal tattoos. And when asked exactly what tribe I belong to, I cry. I remember seeing daddy age men with those tattoos when i was no what, what the fuck is daddy age man like guys <laughs> half my age probably yeah no it's it's like it's us john <laughs> dad daddy meaning dad i just thought it'd be funny to say you that. call me daddy what any age oh. can be daddy if they have enough money right That's i right. guess and at this age and the the how my 401k looks for the right price, I will call someone daddy. Yeah, I'm not gay, but you know, a million bucks is a million bucks. I know. I'm just, I'm just saying, at 20, the things that I would do are totally different than the things I would do at 55. I actually thought about. God, you're 55. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm old. That's what I tell him. All, oh, never mind. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is what I have to put up with, John. And is it's. She thir- are you 30 yet? I'm 36. I, I hit the right I button the on that. Oh, you it. could actually hear yeah. the applause. Do I have my... I think I may be la- losing my hearing. Every time I had he- headphones on, people say they can hear what I'm listening to. Is that bad? Is that a well, bad sign? Well, considering we were just talking about your age, it sounds about right. What? Get it? See what I did there? I'm so funny. Got it. Okay, so uh, I'm legally responsible for you in some way, shape, or form. Um, I'm glad that she's part of the show. She Because there's things that I miss. Like, it, little things. We were talking to, I think I mentioned that, or maybe I didn't mention to you. We had, we interviewed Liv LaRue, who is a madam uh, and courtesan prostitute in Nevada. And we were talking to her, and she had said something about the first time she was on the show, how her boy, her ex-boyfriend had given her some feedback. Corrected her on how she describes her job. Yes. Yeah. And and Kat was like, what? You were just amazed that she was even listening to her ex-boyfriend. Why would you listen to advice from from an ex-boyfriend? I know. I mean, I don't have exes, but I would not have ever taken any of So you don't there. call her a hooker? No. Oh. So, so courtesan, because she has repeat, well-educated... Luxury. Uh, ex, uh, She's uh, a luxury prostitute. Yes. So tra- a courtesan. Yeah. So and that's what. So when we were talking, and here's I saw a fun- Moulin Rouge. Yeah. I did not see that. Is it so? That's what I should expect. Expect if I watch Moulin Rouge, I'll understand her I life. I was telling him about Moulin Rouge. Well, it's a phenomenal musical and show, by the way. Yeah. So Nicole Kidman's character in it, she would be the. She's the courtesan. Like she's like the top gal there, and so she gets hooked up with all the guys. He's money. a top earner, buddy. Yeah. So we didn't. The follow-up question we did not ask. Um, Kat had asked what uh, uh, her first sexual experience. I mean, like paid sexual experience was. You asked that. Oh, I did. So it and it was a blowjob. She got three hundred dollars for it. Three hundred fifty, right? Either way, I don't know, but it was in the $300 range, and we didn't ask, so what do you get now for that? Or is that, it sounds like it's more like what she does is more involved, that it's not just someone wants a blowjob, I'm giving a blowjob. Because I was thinking at that, uh, and I'm not at that point yet, 
but one blowjob a day, five days a week. And if you do it right, you could probably pull that off in under five minutes. I mean, you're making like 72 grand a year. Well, yeah, I'm thinking a $350 blowjob, it has to be more than the sexual act itself. There better be a whole experience surrounding it. I want a little massage. I want mandolins. I want fucking violins. I want candles. For three hundred and fifty dollars? Well, I mean, it's got to be more he than a candles? backlot blowjob, for God's sake. It's three. I mean, that's the thing. I never I would have imagined that a guy would just envision like having candles around while getting a blowjob. You know, you know, what would make this blowjob better. I'm a heartless there was some romantic. Candles going. Yes, I I say that to Bobby all the time, and she goes, "No, because you'll forget to blow them out, and well, the house will blow, uh, burn down." I was getting one in an alley and insisted on candles, lit the trash container on fire. The cop, it was a mess. No I'm kidding. Mo- most people don't understand that. That's how the uh, Great Fire of Chicago started. A I'm guy getting a blowjob. You didn't have an asshole response to her saying that, where you're like, "Well, when you spit, you can mm. put them out." Yeah. Wow. Oh. Oh, yeah. So uh, sometimes... Are we going to c- talk law or semen? <laughs> well, he there's up, a lot of he, semen in law, isn't there? He can't but bring up Liv in pretty much every episode since I can't. She's so, her, so, It's pretty so, fascinating stuff, actually. I would be... So that's my next thing. Can I be a male gigolo here? Can I... Is there a way for me to work within the confines of the law... I don't want to have sex. I just want to. I just. Want, I have expensive tastes, much more so than what my job is currently paying. And until we get video, this thing's just not going to blow up, because you could get paid to go on dates, right? But you wouldn't be able to, like, finger bang them or anything. Yeah, you can. If there was there's a sexual part of it, I feel like it's. I don't know. That I guess I that could be picky. construed there's as no way. paying for sex, but couldn't you just? I mean. Mm-hmm. A guy paying for my dinner, and then if I do something with him later, then does that mean he paid me for? Yeah, I mean, otherwise everybody's a prostitute, right? I just, I don't know. I'm just trying to find See, the you way. You already are one. I just want to work as little as possible, but get paid as much as possible at the same time. And I think that I could do that. Uh, our daughter, I, I don't think I'm going to use the term because I think I need to, I don't want Bobby to listen to this episode, although I may not put it out before I talk to her next. Our youngest commented, made a comment today. Um, and I didn't know what, let's just move on. Okay. Well, let's see. Yes, I do. I do have law questions. Have you ever farted in court? That was literally my first question. No, but John Colum did. May he rest in peace. So used it as a tactic in federal court. It, I actually have a transcript of it. And it so they That's actually amazing. Your Honor, Mr. Colum continues to pass gas in front of Your Honor. I can't help it. Oh, literally, yeah. yeah, literally. And I thought that was like I. I thought that that was just a stone stupor that I was in when I wrote down. Have you ever? And then I actually put, did you blame someone else? So this guy, but he took full responsibility. Oh, yeah. The first thing he ever said to me, and I met him probably the same year I met you, was, does your wife have a squishy pussy? This is before we said hello, before our names were exchanged. I'm like, what? So, so Kat, you were like three years old at this point, Mm -hmm. and times were different then. So we were in covered wagons, and we treated our women differently back then. And there was no political correctness. There was, there is no, there is no correctness at all, political or otherwise. I think so. He he, I'm sorry again. He came up, and instead of hello, he said, 
Does your wife have a squishy pussy? My wife Hold and I on. still talk about it. So is that, I mean, I'm trying to think of what, like if I responded to that, I don't know if that would be a good thing or not. I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think if Bobby's would qualify, well, and I, then I'm trying to think of if it does qualify, does that, does is that it make good, it good? Right. I mean, yeah. I think squishy is relative. Would I that, mean, so would that been, would he been the original, like Cardi B, was that the original, like wet ass pussy? A squishy push, pussy would be a wet ass pussy, would it not? This is not where I thought this conversation was going to go, by the way. All right, we can carry on. I wanted to talk about uh, murders and stuff. You uh, literally asked him about I his know. job, and somehow it turned into squishy pussies. <laughs> so oh, what? You asked can, me if I'd farted in court. It was a really great question, and um, the answer was even better that it had actually happened. Yeah. Then we got off track. We did, and it, it, solid, it, solid first question. Thank you. Um, were there ju- are there judges or attorneys that, and you don't have to name them, but you can. That like when you hear their name, you cringe. Like whether you're going to be in front of them in yes. a court. Okay. Yes. And can I ask what about them generally? She's a cunt. Alrighty then. No matter what, when you appear in front of this particular judge, the only judge that I have ever completely hated, uh, will always find something to pick on you about, no matter what. She so is, is that, so, so is, personally fucking miserable that she has to attack everybody all the time. So not just as prosecutors and defense. She's, everybody. So yeah. everyone she yeah. attacks. Are you able to vote for judges or do you get excluded from that? The When the judges come up for retention, there's like they do them in clusters like every four years. So before the ballots come out, you know, if you ever go to the polls when you vote, it's like, should this judge be retained? Um, before that, that happens, there's a vote put out to the lawyers in the community about, you know, what do you think about this judge? And so then, I mean, if the lawyers all said poo poo, then they may not make it to the public vote, but that has never happened. Interesting. So on those, I want to ask, because I see that I usually jump over those questions because I'm not, I don't want to vote to retain or not retain based on zero information just like how i'm feeling it so i generally will jump over those are most judges are they worthy of being retained or is it really a case by case all but one yeah all but one yeah they are okay uh how about other attorneys do you ever cringe if you know you're gonna go just because they give off some just whatever like the fucking douchebag i just don't want to be within 10 feet not because of anything like no no? actually they're in my entire career, there has only been one attorney that I even asked him. I'm like, hey, do you know who your biggest fan is? He's like, who? I'm like, you. But he has since chilled out. Right. And so I'm really lucky in as much as all the lawyers I work with, I get along with really well. Prosecutors, fellow defense lawyers. You do? So yeah. do you, I mean, do you, are you, so you are friendly, like outside of the courtroom Absolutely. and stuff? You are? And there are lawyers that take the, uh, what do you call it? The adversarial role so fucking personally. I don't get it. Life is too short. Right. But you know, they will just start trash talking prosecutors and it's like, that's not going to serve you well. Yeah. 
So how is it in real estate? Are you guys outside of your office? I know how you guys are. In fact, I have a hidden show that uh, about you guys. So how are you guys outside the office with, re- I mean, with agents from other offices? Um, are you adversarial or are you friendly Even if them? I'm outside of the office, I'm still holding a, a realtor's license. And it's actually part of the realtor's code of ethics that we have to follow that we are cooperative with each other uh, and respectful. Mm. That was very carefully worded. Very nice, Kat. Hold on. I know you can't hear the applause, but there's applause there for you. You know, there's obviously things that occur on a daily basis that I disagree with, and there's I think that there's some agents that follow that ethical line and those that don't, but ultimately, like, the ones getting the most business are the ones that do the right things, so you're always going to be the one that does the right thing. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, this. What don't we know about attorneys that may shock us? Like, what's something? Like, everything I know about tr- attorneys. I mean, I. You're the only attorney that I really know that I'm friendly with. Like that I would talk to, and we don't really, unless it's on the show, we don't talk about law or anything. So. I mean, everything I see is on TV. What would be something, like something in your day that the common person wouldn't know that an attorney does? Well, I'll tell you what first comes to mind is I get so many fucking questions all the time from folks about areas of the law that they know I don't do. Right. I do criminal fucking law. And people will say, hey, buddy, listen, I bought this car and it says as is, you know, warranty, but... You know, five. I'm like, I don't fucking know, and I don't care. Like, right. well, can you find somebody that does? I'm like, why don't you fucking Google it? Right. That's what I'll have to do. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we are very, very specialized. All lawyers are these days. So, I did it I, used to be like that, or were they more? Ge- I think, you know, back in the day, probably before I was practicing, there were the majority of the local bar, anyway, were general practitioners. They would do real estate. They would do family law, divorce law, states, trusts. Figured they could make more money that way just yeah. by being the jack of all yeah. trades. Yeah. Like a general practitioner, doctor, rather than a specialist. How long were you in the prosecutor's office before you? Six w- years. Six years. Okay. Best job there is right there. So in criminal defense, I would imagine myself as like never sleeping because my wheels would just be turning constantly over like the case and thinking this and that and everything. Do you think about stuff or are you, are you regimented now where you're like, I'm working on this and this is when I'm putting time on this. And, and then you're able to shut, shut the wheels off. I, I mean, for until recently I've been able to compartmentalize and, um, you know, criminals are criminals. And I believe so firmly in the system You know, I take appointments from the special public defender's office. For instance, if two guys are charged with a murder, they're both broke. One gets a public defender. Well, and they can't both have an attorney from the same office, so they'll appoint a private attorney. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. um, And it could be because of a conflict or because case overload, which is often the case. Um, So I've got one guy with two separate murder cases pending right now that has eaten my shit because he's a psychopath. Um, I could probably negotiate a deal for seven to 10 years for two bodies, but he is so narcissistic. He absolutely will not even consider it. 
And so I've had to, because I am ethically and morally obligated to pursue the best possible defense, I have been eating motherfuckers' lunches about this case. And I can tell you about that in a minute. So... How does that? So, so is there any like doubt that he did this? None. No, no doubt. So None. there, there are two bodies attributed directly to him. That's not a question. And so, that's what I don't understand. Why would you not go? I don't know. I can't think of. Well, I can't think of one body, much less two bodies. That's twice as many. So He's already I, done a stint in the joint, like for like ten years for shooting somebody that didn't die. And so he would get more time. For, he got more time for someone that he shot and didn't die than for two bodies. Yes. Conceivably, he could get for two bodies. Yeah, and the reason I could negotiate such a good deal is because he's such an asshole. The prosecutor is sick of him. Uh-huh. He, through me, has been dragging this out for three, four years since before COVID. Yeah, for since 2019. And... Um, so if you're going to murder somebody, it behooves you to be a psychopath asshole because the judge will just want to settle it. <laughs> well, the judge doesn't really care. Um, or sorry, fa- the prosecutor. Yeah, the prosecutor. Yeah. Well, the longer a case goes on, the better a deal you're going to get because the victims, you know, are less emotional about the impact the case has had on them personally. Uh, the prosecutors tend to care less. The older the case is. So delay, delay, delay. Interesting. I mean, you think about how many, I mean, every day I open the, I actually still get the paper, newspaper, uh-huh. because we like doing the crosswords. But every day there's like four separate articles, person shot, person killed, 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 killed. Well, and it's news today. It will never be reported on again. Right. Yeah. I mean, even very rarely will you see something, even if it was major, there was like uh I don't know, Latha, Love Lady or something was his name, I think. He was, uh, God, I want to say that was his name. He put some people in a canister or something out on the farm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that was uh, the first Kansas capital case in yeah, a long time. Yeah, and that and that one, you know, you saw it on the news for sure, and it just disappeared. And well, that's because there was also a Missouri connection as well. Oh, yeah. That, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It's crazy what I mean, just people in, in general. I mean, so you had told me last time, and I was gonna ask you whether this person's been released. You had told me about a gentleman who had killed his Correct. Yeah. Okay. Alan Eccles. And so he killed his boss. Then if I remember this correctly, because I, I get stoned a lot. So I, I say this out loud and it doesn't sound right. So he was convicted of murder, but then told to go home until he was sentenced? He was convicted of murder, and then we as the prosecutors asked that his bond be revoked, uh-huh. right? So jury's left. Okay, judge, he's convicted murderer. Put him in the clink until sentencing. Right. The judge said, I'll tell you what I'll do. Instead of a $100,000 bond, I want him to post an additional 60000 so a total of 160000 and I'll give him two days to do it. So he let the guy walk out, and the guy absconded for eight years and and married the person who he married married that person's wife yes god i want to have this person on the show i know but um i had to submit an affidavit to the prosecutor's office because the issue was um i mean i got a letter from him 
about 14 months ago in December. I was like, how you doing? And so the guy that prosecuted the case with me is dead. The judge is dead. The defense attorney is dead. I'm the only living lawyer. Uh huh. So the issue is, had we as prosecutors conveyed an offer to this kid that if you plead guilty to murder, we'll give you life in jail with the possibility of parole. Whereas we tried him on first degree murder with no parole. Um, He says that he never got an offer. I can't say specifically that we made the offer, but it was our office policy at the time. So we always would have let the guy plead guilty, take life with the possibility of parole. If the state can't disprove that, right? Right. If the prosecutor can't disprove that, then the guy is entitled to be released. So I sent an affidavit about all that shit six months ago. Prosecutors are kind of busy. So you are stoned a lot. I am stoned a lot. Well, but I I remembered it at least. Yeah. Do you? What? No. No. Okay. No, she doesn't. So she likes to. Used to back in the day. Uh, I used up all your privileges too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Here's a question that I did have. Uh, and this has nothing to do, well, maybe it does have to do with being an attorney. What is a skill you wish you had? Singing. So do you like to sing, but you don't have a good voice, or you just don't even like to sing? Or No, I love to sing, but I'm not confident enough in my own vocal skills. So, like, if there was a karaoke bar, we're out on a Friday night. I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it? No, I'm I'm too vain. You know, I don't I don't want to do anything that makes me look foolish or incompetent in anything. See, that's what's weird is I'm so vain. I would get up there just because I'd be like, I know people are looking at me. I actually, I, I love karaoke. So, and I know I don't have a good voice, but that's when we lived at in DeSoto, ugh, every Friday night it was karaoke. Kat, do you sing? Uh, no, I'm with you on this one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and if I'm, I'm not, I'm, if I can't do it like really well, perfectly or what not, then it ain't happening. Well, I hear you suck at tennis, but you do that all the time. <laughs> well, um, sleeping with the coach helps. Yeah, so. it does. We found out that's how you move up quickly. We're like, wow. <laughs> Excellent. You're, you're going out on the professional no, tour. I'm moving at the same pace as girls that aren't sleeping. So with does the that piss coach, you off then? No. It should. No, I just, um, I enjoy my time with him off the court. Mm, okay. We don't, I don't get a lot of. Um, one-on-one time on the court. Like, Does that make you a court is home? <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh I got something for that. <laughs> that's the I best did. joke that's been told on the uh, ever. Well, I love I don't that know one. I ever. love that one. So, <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. And I did, I did get the rim shot in there. Maybe been a tad late, but. Like, there's probably only five or six times that him and I have hit, like, one-on-one where he's like honing in on just me on the mm-hmm. tennis court in one year's time. Is he serving or forehand? What? Anything, whatever I need, you know, whatever I need to work on, but we do you guys I mean, ever play on your day off. I like, well, sometimes he just wants to teach less and he's like, he wants to hit a ball, a tennis right, ball, yeah. you know, instead of just, he's eating oh. a lot of balls the, yeah. the whole time and then instructing people, but he played tennis forever. So, he, he'll play with some of the guys now that are like high level 
um, guys, but sometimes on an afternoon, he'll just be like, Hey, do you want to go hit? And that's only happened a handful of times, but we'll, we'll just hit back and forth. And he's still teaching me, but it's, Maybe it's you're not good enough. Maybe like that's why he doesn't people. want to play. That he's like, if I could find someone that could. I need you to hit it to me. I wonder what his resting pulse rate is. Because you got to be in great cardio. Um, shape. it gets it's like forty something. Really I think. Good. Yeah. Well, and yours he, is probably the same. He told me what time. Mine will get down like maybe fifty five. When I'm sleeping, it'll get down into the right. like upper forties. But um, sitting here, maybe I would get as low as fifty five. Mine. I'm I just, actually I just checked weak. mine. Mine's 69. That's a perfect number. Dang, I hit the button. Late. I'm a sprinter, not a distance runner, so my my cardio needs still needs some work. That's what I. Th- so mine has always been like in the 40s, and when the couple times I've gone to the hospital, they'll have to keep resetting. So like the heart rate monitor will go off if it like falls below 50. And then it'll be like, they'll set it like at 45. And I'm like, you probably should put it like 35 because it will drop down into the high 30s, especially if I'm just laying in like a, a an emergency room. And they'll always be like, so are you like a marathoner? And I'm like, oh, no. I'm a stoner and I eat like shit, but this has always just been what my heart rate is. When do you young skinny fuckers get fat and old? Mm. You'll see. Yeah, so it's, you, you know. You I, don't eat. You know, for a stoner, you would think that you would eat. So here is a thing, and this will not sound impressive to general folk, but I have gained six pounds this week. I know. You You know, a typical person's weight fluctuates like anywhere from three, four, five pounds in the course of a day, right? Yeah. Based on how much water they drink. I weigh weigh myself at almost the same time every single morning, buck naked, so it's always... But I, I, I do it just because... That that because I'm so low on it that if I get sick, like if I got COVID again, I would be in a world of hurt. Like if I if I lost a lot of weight and and couldn't. So so for me, six pounds is a big deal because hmm. all it takes for me to have a to forget to eat for two days and I've lost all that. Uh, so you wish you could sing. What type of music? What type of music do you listen to? Why do I think classical? I do love classical music. That's why, also, that's why I like John so much. I love Freddie Mercury and Queen. I mean, I don't think there will ever be another voice comparable in rock and roll. Just the range. And, you know, he was classically trained. I think he was classically trained. He was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't get to experience much of that live. I know I mean, the names. <laughs> God, I hate hearing that. I know the names. I think I heard of that. Uh, thank you. Uh, let's see. Have you ever quit a quiet... Quiet. Have you ever quit a client? Have you ever quit a client? Like during, can you do that ethically? Just for, and if you could, what would the reason be? Because they fucking suck ass. Uh, the, I learned very young that at least in Jackson County, uh-huh. Missouri, once you file your entry of appearance saying you're going to represent the client, the judges can make you stay on the case until its conclusion. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's particularly true. I mean, it's it's true in traffic cases, DUIs. Yeah, you have to like put a motion forward to be yes to get out. And so, generally, the only time you can be discharged from a case is if another lawyer takes it over. And that's happened a bunch of times. I had some fucking entitled little shit kid got a DUI, and you know his folks paid me. And he wasn't happy with the, I don't know what the fuck he wasn't happy with. Right. right? 
he said, oh, I got another lawyer. I'm like, okay, well, your money's gone as per our agreement. Right. He's like, I don't care. <clears throat> so, you know, some other lawyer just files, uh, calls me and says, will you file a motion to withdraw? I'm like, fuck, gladly. Goodbye. Hmm. Are there So more- mommy and daddy paid for the yeah, second they pay, lawyer? Yeah, Jesus. oh, pay for as many lawyers as it takes. I'm not, that, I'm not mad at him. Uh, you know, and uh, uh, it no, is it what it is. No, it just makes me sick, I, the shit that parents will pay for that are, it's oh. like. Or just really? the thing. I, I remember that uh, someone that I used to work for, um, their son got probably six or seven DUIs, and they would just, every time, just, and I'm like, he's going to kill someone. He never did. He died himself. But, I mean, I was just like, it was just insane how do you not how do you get out of prison at all with that oh honey back in the day oh yeah oh i mean we're talking like this is back in the day okay 80s 90s yeah Uh, i didn't mean to be such a a patronizing chauvinistic pig when i said oh honey (laughs) oh honey you even said it with like a little twang oh honey yeah yeah but i mean it's true back in the day I mean, they just keep racking them up. It was like a credit card. You just basically pay it off and go about your way. I think it was like the late 70s. And I, they must like have been the making... End of the world. They must days. have been making a push on TV or something because there was no internet in the 70s. But I remember it, it, like around 10, repeatedly asking my dad, I don't understand. Why can't people drink and drive? Because I didn't, I didn't know... Because you'll di- spill your drink for God's Well, sake. yeah, because I didn't know the difference at that age. I didn't know the difference between alcohol because my parents didn't drink alcohol, so I didn't know the difference between... when. It, so they must have been doing ads because I must have kept hearing, oh, you're not supposed to drink and drive. You're not supposed to drink and drive. And I'm like, why can't you drink? Like like what he said, I thought, oh, are you going to spill your drink and then oh, have you a didn't realize they were talking about alcohol. Yeah, I don't think uh, I, I realized what alcohol you. was because my parents didn't drink, and which is probably why I do the things that I do now. That is exactly why. Because the last, the last three, four years that my dad was alive, I don't think I saw him when I wasn't stoned. That was a prerequisite. Are and you was, sorry about that? Uh, no. Okay. I, I don't think I could have. I, I, I'm not sure I could have tolerated. Um, he had had a, a stroke, and oh. he got... Sometimes they get very focused in and locked in. They yep. just don't. And, you know, that's not my personality. And I don't have the ability to say, oh, it's my dad, It's right. my dad though, so let it go. Right. I. It's just like that's going on. Kind of like Trinity and you and Chewing. Yes, exactly. It's like, fuck, sets me off. Oh, you do it too? I forgot. I oh, told you. Fuck. you got a I thing? told you it is extremely common. Because Misophonia. it's so fucking annoying. M-I-S-O-P-H-O-N-I-A. There's a name. Oh, yes. we have a name. It causes a physiological response, generally of rage. like a Complete and utter I, rage. I will not go to the fucking movie theaters for that sole reason. The popcorn. Pop. Thank you. I love cat. Nachos. <laughs> oh God. Cellophane wrappers. Just, I, mean, I go to AA meetings. I've told Rodney. If I go to a Mexican restaurant with the wrong people, <laughs> and they're eating chips and salsa, and I'm at like, fuck all of you guys. Give me a gun. I'm, okay. I'm shooting everybody. I think my wife has particularly cavernous sinuses, because when she chews chip, it's like there's a fucking amplifier. I was like, I. This is the best woman ever, right? Uh huh. But oh, anyway, love you, I, honey. Sorry, mom, but I had I like I I had like relationship fallouts with my mother because I couldn't eat at the table with her. I couldn't eat at the table with her because she was a lip smacker, and she would get so like, and then 
somehow like she wouldn't be able to breathe yeah. while she ate. So so her breathing would be like it would sound like she's literally snoring while she's chewing and then so snore, snore, snore. And then when she's done chewing, she smacks her lips all around. And I'm like, how are you? You know what enrages me about it is people's unawareness. Like, right. I, I hate no people self- who are spatially unaware oh. and just Get up have no fucking clue what's going on. And I'm like, how do you not even notice that you do that? Oh, that's priceless. Do you have siblings? Uh-huh. And how are they? We were all quiet eaters. And my dad was, too. My mom was the only okay. one. I don't think you're quite as quiet as you think you are. <laughs> You did Quite eat with as, me last Well, that's uh, when you, yeah, on Friday night. That's when you mentioned it. But it and was I had funny. Had some drinks. Because but she at least has the self awareness. And to I was know eating a massive sandwich, but. This is a thing. Well, yeah. she was talking about, so Sal was there, her boyfriend, and she was talking about how on the first date that she actually watched him eat oh. to see whether it was passable. And because I, because Trinity and this you. This wasn't you, just the first date. Anytime we went to eat, I know, <laughs> like, it was one of the things I noticed about him was like, oh my God, he eats. Fine, like it's this isn't going to be a problem. I like I found somebody. So it's not going to be a problem. And then all of a sudden he got comfortable. He must have been like that's what I was going to ask. He must have been trying. And I said this in front of him, but I'm like, yeah, I think you tried really hard to like have good table manners with me or something because it's now he's a pig. Bad now. Oh god, it's bad. Oh Mm -hmm. shit! I'm surprised you didn't choke him out at that nacho. Literally the other night, he got off work and and he went home and I'm at home and I'm eating and he's like, "Why don't you come over around eight thirty?" And I'm like, "Okay, what are you doing for dinner?" (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, "I just ordered Uber Eats." And I'm like, "Okay." What? So I didn't show up until nine forty. Oh my god! Because I'm like, if it took you know thirty minutes for the food to get delivered, then that's thirty minutes for him to eat it. He should be just finishing up when I get there. I walk in and he's he had gotten Chipotle and he had finished the bowl, and then he's pouring this bag of chips into the bowl, and I'm like. I walk in right when you're fucking uh, starting you to say eat this the to chips. Him, right? Like he doesn't know. He's not responding well to it. Oh, no. Nope. Oh. But I've t- I've told him. I've told him. I'm like. It's, Have you ever looked at him with? And then he heard me talking about it in front of them when we were out with him and Bobby. Is last that why you were doing it? Because you got. <laughs> I need. Because if if you're with somebody that doesn't understand it, right. like you gotta get backup, you know, you gotta have people reinforce it and be like, Yeah, it's a thing. Right. Like So now I now I actually I don't wanna... understand why people take it so personally though. Because yeah, it seems like that like my mom would get so upset. And I'm like, I'm not it's nothing about I'm like, all you have to do is just fucking close your mouth when you right. like it's just you're not but gonna drop drawer. She and pee was in public. so much about I would proper manners all the time, and your we mom were, is? and we and yes, and we were so proper about everything, and they were like super Christian, and we had to do everything perfectly. And I'm like, so I'm just telling you, you need to have good table manners, but it's like the end of the world. Oh my God. It like she'd get so upset that I'm attacking her, and I'm like, I'm not attacking who you are. I'm just saying you eat. I mean, yeah. Wouldn't she want you to tell her if she was hanging a book? Right. I feel over 27 years, Bobby should have let me know if it bothers her. I mean, I know it bothers Trinity. Man, the first time, and it came out of like nowhere. One day I was eating, I don't know what I was eating, and if her eyes were machine guns, I would have been gunned down. I mean, Trinity? Yes. (laughs) And I was like, what's wrong? And she goes, can you eat any louder? And I was like, 
what are we talking about? I mean, I literally was so caught so off guard. And so now you because they literally Trinity and John were talking about it before you got here. So this is a I didn't know it was that big a deal. But it was funny because now that I'm aware of it, I wonder if there's single guys like Sal that were maybe he was aware of it. Maybe some girl and he did try to do that, make himself quieter at the beginning. Hold on, I got crickets for that. I mean, I'm just. I feel like he would have told me that if we we're discussing it, he'd be like, you know, this well, one tried, girl did I, this. I tried until I could fuck you in your ass, and now that I got that, <laughs> you know, I don't care. Oh, and he says he doesn't listen it to the podcast. Like, That's me like and Bobby. Some kind of guard is down, you know, because it's like, you know, guys will. Never mind. But um, <laughs> oh no, wait, wait. That's the one comment I need the, you the to time finish. That, the time that I like one of the first times I noticed it a lot was there it was a wrapped around this whole like just bad day that we had bad relationship day and i forget what we were um what was going wrong but we were tra we were traveling and so we were at the airport and then we were having some kind of like little disagreement which uh, my personality is like we can still have a disagreement and then like i'm kind of okay like it's it's a conversation to me, not right. everything doesn't have to be like this right. argument. And then we're, we're fucking breaking up. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was like that. And then, uh, and, but we were both like super tired too. And I'm like, I just want a little bit of food. Like I need, I need to eat something and I get hangry too. So I was hangry. We had had a little bit of a disagreement <laughs> and we go into the, just whatever this first restaurant we could get into. And we're in a booth that's like the size of, <laughs> nobody like facing each other it's or so tight we're across from each other yeah. and it's the tiniest little table and we're like face to face and he fucking orders this these chips and <laughs> i'm just so exhausted and so i'm like okay and he starts just <laughs> crunching these chips cr and not just when you bite it but <laughs> then you bite it and then crunch crunch crunch, crunch yeah because you gotta crunch, chew it crunch. or you would choke yeah, but there's a difference between hearing the crunch inside a closed mouth and right. an open mouth. Oh, and fuck. it's like, I could have been on the other side of the restaurant and I would have been hearing this guy fucking crunching his chips and he's right, he's two feet in front of me. Oh, and I'm and like, that was the first time that... It was the first time that it like really, that I think I just really was like, whoa. And, <laughs> and so then I'm sitting there like this isn't going to help the situation if I say something about it. So I'm just going to zone into this TV over here. So I'm like, I, I told him I'm, so I just kind of like slumped down and I'm just kind of like zoning in on the chair. And Sal's a talker. Like he, he doesn't sit in silence very much. So he's always got something to talk about, which is usually really fun. But when, if I'm just like brain dead, I don't want to, I don't want to just chit chat. Um, but he kept kind of like trying to say things and I just didn't have, much to say about it and so i'm just like oh, mm -hmm. and then kind of like zone back into the tv like just just get through this right. chip eating oh my god time. oh my god and you can't and say he anything. literally was like well he got upset because i wasn't engaging he's, yeah so he he got super irritated with that and but did you tell him this, why you were irritated? Yeah, I did. I was like, I, I was like, I'm just trying to like, I'm just tired. I'm trying to relax, and this is kind of over stimulating right now. Like this whole the chip, crunching, the, the chip crunching, and I was like, it would just be nice if 
It just Let me recommend. So, so st- I use the word stimulating because I guess I thought it was better than being like it's fucking annoying, triggering. Yeah. yeah, and so, but if you say triggering, oh, then it yeah. makes it sound you're like right. it's you're my 20. problem. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's my problem <clears throat> because it's my trigger. Right. No, you're um, right. It is your problem. So, no, it's not. Mm-mm. There's such thing as table. I need, I, it's we just need, like a we general. Need to, we need to have. Sa- I need to eat with Sal. We and almost a non, ended up flying separately on the plane. We were flying southwest, and we had pulled different boarding groups, right. and we almost like one of us was ahead of the other, and it was we were kind of just like I guess we're sitting separately. <laughs> and you were thrilled. It got that bad. And he took a bag of chips with Over him on the chips. plane. Okay, listen. Here is. A no, we ended t- up sitting together. A less than $10 fix. Go to the pharmacy, find Max earplugs. They're silicone. These aren't the little squishy rubber things. My 23-year-old daughter, who's totally disabled since birth, uh, she had surgery when she was a year, and I think she wasn't completely put under because after that, she would start wailing in the middle of the night, all night, and our rooms were next to each other. So I found these silicone earplugs. I have boxes of them everywhere, so... If I'm sitting in my living room with the kitchen behind me and God love my wife is getting ready to cook and she's fucking chopping onions. Chop, 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 chop. I'm like, fuck. You know, I'm cooking your fucking dinner, asshole. Like, doesn't matter. It's the stimulus. So I can't. I didn't know that the hearing thing was such a big thing. Oh, my God. Like raw soul. So hold on. Sal would probably kill me if he if I'm like telling these stories on here. But. Too late. Hold on, I got a sound for that. Um, I just want you to know when you guys are describing your feelings, I tense up like my body. That that I'm and I'm not kidding. Boiling and that is how I feel when I talk to an average person. And I'm not kidding. When I have to talk to an average person, I get so frustrated by every little stupid fucking thing they say. Anything that I will, I will just condemn them for it. But it was funny because and Bobby knows that because I just get so frustrated with people. But it and it's not. It's not their fault. It's probably their parents' fault eating lead chips or something. I know what I know what Sal's is. His is um, women talking in high pitched voices, especially when they say hi. Hi. They're like hi. Hold on, that's how I do my intro. Is that why he doesn't lift? He literally like he 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 could he could kill somebody like when it happens if it happens and like that's his thing. So when I am around him and I'm saying hello to my friends and they're like hi. I'm. I make a point that I'm like, hey, what's hey, up? Hey, what's going what's on? Up, bud? Like, I'm just trying to be so normal. You're like, you're like me, the so perfect girl. I respond to except for his the facial hair and problem, but then, so I'm like, so you should respond. He doesn't to my reciprocate. Problem, right? You know, it's definitely a harder habit to break. Like, if you, I mean, if you've eaten that way for your whole life it's a hard habit to change but, but i'm like well all you have to do is kind of think about it when but you're for doing months it. he was able to hide it what but was there have you watched when he's is his mouth open or is it just like is it really like the mouth so like if he, if he you can, saw the video of me chewing gum was it like if that he can tell that at first it was a lot of open mouth chewing mm-hmm. and especially when he's chewing crunchy shit this is um, after the courtship period, right? I mean, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. when he lost respect for you, started chewing <laughs> open mouth, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the same time you can take a dump in peace. So, 
when I've been able to say things, he'll kind of like he'll so then he'll try to kind of chew chew with his mouth shut, but then still at the end he does the oh, like the lip thing, you know, where you oh, have to clean your whole fucking oh, face fuck. afterwards with your tongue. He doesn't lick fingers, does he? Um, I guess it would depend on what he's eating, but I don't think uh, if he's eating like wings or something, maybe. But that's um, what I everyone. Need, has you know what I need to do? I need to refer him to the Friends episode where. She's eating those chicken wings and she's sucking on them and nip- and she's making so much noise with them and be like, "Do you want to be like Angela?" How about if he's although but Angela's boyfriend in the episode thinks it's super cute. Yeah, but how about if he says yes? That's what you just have to be prepared. Whenever you ask a question, you have to be prepared for any answer you may receive. It's just well, maybe he doesn't really quite understand like. The the physiological you should you know what you should do you should say hey sal you should listen to the last episode that uh roe and john and i did because i don't want to no spoiler alert just listen you should do that no Mm, no you don't want to hurt his feelings but you (laughs) can like he might break up with me well but it does annoy you i mean he just doesn't seem to care yet that it annoys me well by god he will He'll learn to care. So your, so your wife has the eating thing. What she she doesn't she doesn't chew with her mouth open, but it's like there's. Did you a, not hear she and had she doesn't cavernous mind when you say something sinuses? About it? She just says, uh, get, "Get over upset? yourself, asshole." Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, she, yeah, so she she's like the coolest fucking person ever. She knows, essentially, that it's my hangups, and I mean, like you say, it's not about us; it's about the stimulus, right? But we're the only ones in a position to remove ourselves from that immediate environment. Yeah. I mean, cause she's not chewing like a pig. Now my youngest daughter with down syndrome. Oh, she's like a fucking hippo eating. And that's not going to change. Right. So right. Like Megan, shut the fuck up. Well, I tried to remove myself one time and I had gotten over. This was another time where I had just gotten to his place and he opens a bag of chips <laughs> and I, and I had just gotten into reading this book that he had got me for, I think it was my birthday or Christmas or something. He got me the Andre Agassi autobiography book. Mm-hmm. And I was so into it and I was enjoying it so much. And I was like, what a good excuse. And I'll just go and I'll just go in the bedroom and um, close the door and I'll read my, I'll just read my book until you're done. <laughs> and he was like, seriously? And I was like, yeah. Plus wow. then he's the dude. That needs to turn on Sports Center with Stephen A. Smith yelling fucking nonstop, which I'm like, turn it down. Like, so between all of that, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go and read my book. Well, even having the bedroom door shut and he's out in the living room and the TV noise above that, I still hear the <laughs> of the chips. And I'm like, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> so what were those earbuds called? They're, they're the just mad. plugs. Mac? Yeah, Mac. And you get them at a pharmacy? Any pharmacy. Yeah. Just you know, uh, I don't shoot anymore. I think I have all my uh, my little foam. Yeah, but those those don't, they don't really do it. Okay. I mean, they will lessen the decibel going into your ears, but these just literally, they can deafen you. I mean, you can still make out the TV. Of course, I have to watch everything with subtitles because I'm so deaf as it is. But, I mean, literally for... 22 years I've had these silicone earplugs every single night 
and often during the day. See, I can literally sleep through anything. In 2008, Bobby and I were in St. Kitts when uh, it took a St. Kitts took a direct hit by a hurricane, and when the Marriott that we were staying, it was an open air, so like every floor was like open to the outside. So they had batten down the hatches and everything, but I'm sound asleep. So Bobby's videotaping me. She shows me I'm snoring, of course, and then she shows water being pushed underneath our door, and she goes back to me snoring. And then she goes to herself, and she's like, I feel like I should wake him at some point. But, I mean, I literally, I mean, I'd been through storms before, and so I wasn't, we're on the second floor. We didn't have much higher to go, so um, so I was just like, I'm going to sleep. It, it is, I would be... That scares me about going to prison, that I'm such a sound sleeper. Oh, oh fuck. I don't think you would be in prison. Think so, about it. The lights are never off. It's never quiet. You never have a comfortable place to sit. You, The bed is just so-so, but you're right. You're always having to watch literally your ass. Do you think I'm going to be able to, if, if um, I hope I don't, if I go to prison, will I be able to join the black gang? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you look black enough. Because we we had the we had this talk. Well, the tattoo with, on, WP on your forehead is going to make it challenging. Probably white power. Yeah. 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 So that that. Oh, way. I thought it was wet pussy. <laughs> That's actually that would be SP, funny because that pussy. would be something that I would have done. Like, SP, honey, squishy look, pussy. I, oh, squishy pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that's what it would have been something I'd do. And they'd be like, I don't think that means what you think it means. Yeah. Like getting like uh, whiskey tango or something. It's like, that's, right. you know, white trash. Because right. Bobby and I used to always say that. Like if we'd be like whiskey tango at six o'clock and we're just like, you know, hey, there's our white trash or whatever. Uh, okay. So, wow. I had no idea that so many people had so many. I'm surprised Bobby didn't. I mean, I am, I am so lucky that she, yeah, where does Trinity get it if not from you? I don't know. I have no idea. It could be trauma I mean, related. I have no idea. You know, I remember for a long time in junior high that she started when she would eat, she would put her hand in front of her mouth while she was chewing. Like almost like I thought it was to cover like she couldn't keep her mouth closed or want to make sure of her mouth. No one saw it. I didn't really understand. Maybe it was like to deafen the sound or something. I mean, well, I'm being serious now that I think. Were you having a conversation? No, she would just she would take a bite, and then that's how she would chew with her hand behind. Who? Uh, who? Trinity. Trinity. Yeah. When she was how old? Did she have braces? In junior high? No, okay. not at this time. At that time, she didn't, or they didn't. So. So I, when I was that age, um, yeah, it was junior high. I had a thing about eating in front of boys. Mm, I was that may have, too shy to eat in front of boys. Sense. I thought that they would see me eating and think like, "Ooh, I don't like the way she eats. I don't like her. Gross." Yeah. I mean, she's changed so from when she played football what, in third grade what to made now. Me such a conscientious like eater. I wonder. I don't know. Well, I, I never really actually thought about that, but I, I mean, Rodney, I was crazy. Rodney like, was probably just, not at all self-conscious. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I in, mean, in junior high, even. Were I, you? I've no. I haven't, and that's why I think that my autism was skipped that because if you listen to anything i've ever said or how i reacted to things people would be like oh well yeah that you're definitely on the scale like uh you know a lot of autistic people they have uh, issues with like tactical like stuff so growing up in the 70s i couldn't have tags on anything right 
And so everything had, and my parents always thought, and you know, just stuff like that. It would like, it would like feel like it was blistering. I mean, I just couldn't function. But you and don't just, have a noise, a sound thing. I don't. And that, and that's what's, uh, that's what's weird. But hmm. yeah, it's, I, I. But isn't that interesting that one, two, three people out of. Five, because yeah, with, with Bobby. Just, I mean, yeah, I don't think group, now. Like, I, so here's my thing about Bobby: is Bobby is so fucking nice. She wouldn't tell me, like if. Is that your way of telling me I'm a bitch for? Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm so no, no, no. She would I'm, fucking tell you after I, this long, I, Rodney. I, she had a perfect opportunity to bring it up when we were talking about it at the peanut. Yeah, last weekend. I know, and, and, and I'm so giving Sal a hard time I, about it. She could have slipped in a little. Oh, and know, I think Ronnie she would too. because I know the snoring really gets to her, and mm-hmm. I just keep saying it's not. That's not my all fault. the stuff you guys talk about. <clears throat> chewing, if chewing bothers well, her, you don't she really eat. Definitely. So, mm-hmm. if you so eat, here's the thing: the only I thing do I've eat. ever seen you eat is a pretzel stick and um, chili. Well, you ev- suck that like a millionaire man's dick. Evidently, it was on, one of the soft, thick pretzel sticks. <laughs> squishy dick. Evidently, squishy on dick. my uh, on episode one eighty, which was called the stoned and crossfaded AF genius, because I was drunk as shit, uh, and I don't. I will tell you, I don't remember the episode. I vaguely remember doing it because I did it like you nine have times. A problem with alcohol. Oh, no, it wasn't just the alcohol. It was the alcohol and the weed combined. Blackout. And I had spent... I had spent some... Bobby and I had spent some time doing some things that... I was light in the head. I don't know, but I evidently I spent... Uh, I do eat a lot from what what uh, that episode was about, evidently. Hmm. So, from Have what you Bobby heard this says. episode 180? It, um, it was not. recent. Yeah, she doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, which I, I don't blame her. I mean, she does say, "Well, generally I'm there," and so the she only m- ones I've listened to are was like are the ones with the voice. Oh shit, you can't well, hear the this. first. The first time that you introduced the voice, yeah, where we uh-huh, did yeah, like yeah. an hour of it oh, in the yeah, show. Yeah, the voice. Yeah, uh huh. Doing the voice. Yeah, uh-huh, I listened to that yeah. one and I over listened and to over it multiple and times. Over. Yeah, you did a lot. I heard and you. You're like. I'm just screaming like a chipmunk, motherfucking pussy. I think there's a couple other ones that I listened to that I wasn't in. Oh, I listened to the one where you interviewed Sal. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Um, And I think there's a few other ones, too. Yeah. Thank you. I listened to Bobby's 11 minutes, too. I know. I think that if more of the episodes were like Bobby's 11-minute episodes, they would probably be listened to. Oh, God. It'd It'd be like Bill Burr, like... If I could let's, just let's just go on a rant for eleven fucking minutes about something, and then done. What I episode could, number was Bobby? That. Huh? What episode number was Bobby's eleven minutes? Uh, I think it's just called uh, Bobby Goes Solo, and this is Probably short or something. Around what one sixty? Yeah, one sixty nine. You know, so, I before I forget. I should probably get your card, um, just in case I end up murdering somebody over this eating thing someday. Yeah, I think it, in England, I'm sure it's actually recognized as a legal defense. Is it really? Probably. <laughs> it should be. I like how probably. Motherfucker I mean, I, I'm die. not sure if it is or not, but but maybe probably. Motherfucker can't eat quietly. Well, I'm just saying that it's not 
It's not here in the U.S. He's actually giving me his yeah, card. I actually flipped your card. May, you may he need it. He knows how serious it is. Hold on. Oh, no, it it is serious. Yeah, that's why I have your card right there on my you top of the desk. Well, I do. I do. Three two thousand. There we go. Um, so is this guy going to get out of jail? I want to talk to that guy. Can I talk to people in jail? Or is no. that? Well, no? I mean, you could if you took collect calls, but I block all phone calls. I won't. I won't take any phone calls from penal institutions, no matter what, because. He said penal institutions. Said Sorry, penal, I'm high. Squishy, <laughs> squishy penal institutions. Okay, here's my next big issue in this case. Yes. All right. So Kansas City, Missouri Police Department are the cops that handled this murder investigation. Yes. If a cop has any disciplinary action in his personnel file, we're supposed to be made aware of that, right? Right. But it has to be something substantiated. Now... If you're a witness in a murder trial, you have to take the stand, raise your right hand, and swear you're going to tell the truth. And if you fail to tell the truth in a murder case, you can be put in prison for 10 years to 30 years or life. All right. So perjury in a murder case mm-hmm. carries a penalty as severe as the murder itself. Right. I want to know whether or not these cops have done anything ever in their career that we can cross-examine them about. When a cop starts their career, they take an oath, just like they do in court, to tell the truth. They take an oath that their behavior in both their personal and professional life will be above reproach. So if they have fucked up, if somebody even thinks they fucked up, there's going to be something in their personnel file. Right. Right? Even if it's not proven. Right. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. The prosecutors are supposed to give us that information, but they filter it. They'll only give you stuff that they think you need to know. Is relevant. Mm. Yeah, and that's illegal. And so that's what I'm doing now. The lawyer for the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department was fired uh, three weeks ago. Uh huh. Because her assistant, there's only two lawyers, in December her assistant wrote an eight-page letter to the Board of Police Commissioners and all the news agencies documenting the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department's head lawyers' uh, allegedly criminal behavior, right, including hiding police personnel files. Hmm. So, anyway, if you're on trial for murder, I think the Constitution, the Confrontation Clause, guarantees you the right to cross-examine the witnesses against you, especially if it pertains to their credibility. And so I think if you're living a career of law enforcement uh, because you took an oath. Right. Anyway, so so, so do, you think this guy, do you think this guy will get out? I hope not. You hope not? I hope not. He is. I mean, it, it's nothing to him to kill somebody. It's nothing. I asked him why this, why this second person was shot, is because he had money. Do you think he'd want to fire you if he heard you say, "I hope not"? Mm, he has tried to fire me. Okay. Yeah, he tried to. He's talked to other lawyers. They're like, "You stay with Humphrey." <laughs> he asked. I the feel judge, like those guys would just be crazy to work with because they'd have no rational like. You wouldn't be able to say anything to him that wouldn't piss him off. You're right. right? Yeah. You're right. And he is right no matter what. 
and I can say, here's the evidence. You're going to do life. No, motherfucker. What about this? What about whatever? So that leads me to another thing. Um, talking about this person, have you ever been attacked or tried to be attacked by a client? Cause just recently some client attacked, uh, their attorney, their defense attorney in court. I don't know if she got a hold of him or what, but has that ever happened to you? Yes. Do you know who Alvin Brooks is? Yeah. Okay. Like he, ad hoc. Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. He called me and asked me to do a favor for a friend, uh, to represent this woman's son. Uh-huh. And I did. And she did not like the way I was representing her son. Literally after a court hearing, I got in the elevator with her and two other women. I didn't know who the other two women were, but they were with this guy's mom. The door closed. She fucking snapped like a, like a stick of dynamite. Jumped on me, clawing and swinging, calling me a rapist. A, not a racist, but a rapist. And I was so fucking startled. And so the other women held her off, and I'm pushing the down button on the elevator like it'll hurry up. Right. As soon as we got to the ground floor, the doors opened, and I screamed, Scaredy, scaredy! And the deputies came over, and I told them this woman fucking went berserk on me. And they're like, do you want to press charges? I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. I'm not going to press charges against my free client's mother. Right. And so I didn't, right? But I let the judge know immediately what had happened. Then this woman files the only bar complaint I've ever had filed against me, saying that I got her in my office and told her if she didn't suck my dick, I wasn't going to get the right outcome for her son. Oh, my God. Literally, this bar complaint, 87 psycho pages of shit. And it hung over my head for two and a half years. And you wonder how her daughter would be getting into trouble as well. Well, it was her son, but her right. Her son, sorry. It was like, oh, my fucking God. And I just came across today the letter from the bar committee saying, uh, yeah, you're excused. She's nuts. So, yeah. And let me tell you, I was so traumatized by that that the next day I had to go up to Clay County. And I called the deputies because I knew this gal lived up that way. Uh-huh. I said, I don't have any idea what she's capable of, but can I bring my gun, you know, at least to the courthouse and lock it where the sheriffs admit everybody? The guy initially said no, and then he called me back. He's like, I asked the presiding judge, and uh, she said under the circumstances, yes. So I fucking packed, got up there. You used to have your hammerless thirty-eight. I do not. Oh, I remember... That's right. Smith and Wesson model 642 aluminum alloy, five shot 38 revolver. Yeah. It's a nice little. Yeah. If, if, and the trauma is no different being a lawyer. Right. If If you were just, I felt like a rape victim. I mean, just so fucking shockingly. Yeah. It was bad. That with no hint or pre, I mean, you just get in and you're like, Hey, and then I had no idea this woman was nuts. I remember why I tried to take the stairs whenever possible. I mean, I and literally you said you had won that case. Like, what's you, that? You... Oh, I got this fucking kid a phenomenal deal. I mean, he had shit in Kansas, and I got him like basically concurrent probation over in Kansas on his Missouri case. And she wasn't. So, do you think it it derived just that she literally was not 
in a good headspace, whatever you want to call that, or do you Rodney, think she I was I don't upset? think she was born with a good headspace. Okay. And it stuns me that she was able to get this far in life. I mean, she was not, she didn't raise this kid. She was in and out of his life. Right. Yeah, it, it amazes me. I mean, I so for a long time, I used to always say that people needed to have a license to be able to have children. And then it was funny because Bobby, from time we met, I'd always held that and I, I get it, eugenics, blah, blah, yada, yada. That's not a very popular stance. But I remember coming home after a trip once, and I told Bobby, I go, uh, I, I don't think that I have that stance anymore. And she goes, you don't think people need to have a, a life? I go, no. And she goes, well, why, why are you changing your mind all of a sudden after all these years? I go, because there is literally no test I could devise for your parents where I would have ever allowed them to have a child. And if they don't have you, I don't meet you. And it was fun, but I was being serious. I mean, but literally that's how my mind works. I was literally being serious because like her parents, sometimes I'm like, how do, how did you have kids that survive? I mean, <laughs> like if someone said I had kids and they, you know, they, they passed away and accidents or whatever. I mean, you would, for her parents, you'd be like, oh, that, that makes 100%. I mean, so there's literally nothing I could do. Does I, she feel the same way about her parents? Yeah. I mean, she cuts them. When you grow up with some something, like she used to ask me a lot of the things my parents did that were annoying. She goes, how come, she goes, I can't believe those don't annoy you. I go, well, I've I've had 30 years of practice with this. You know, you're just coming into this now. I've spent 30 years with this, whatever the case may be. So, um, but man, her, we were playing this game. I think it's called weights and measures. And in this game, every single answer is a number, which is, that's my wheelhouse, numbers. 69, 69. And, yeah. So one of the questions was, how far in miles is the moon from the Earth? And it's roughly 238,950 miles. Roughly. Yes. So that's what I put down. So her mom puts down 1,300 miles. And so, and I do this nicely. I go, hey, Bonnie. I just want you to know that 1,300 miles, that's the, because I thought, you know, sometimes, you know, she doesn't like to drive and tra she like never here travels. Or here to New York. Maybe. So I was like, just so you know, from, from here to my doorstep in Tampa, it was 1,300 miles. And she goes, and? And I go, well, I could drive from here to, to Tampa in a car in like 17 hours, but from here to the moon in a spaceship, it takes three days. I go, are you sure you want to stick with that answer? Well, she goes, there's no fucking roads to the moon, Rodney. Of course it takes longer. I know. <laughs> but she goes, no, I'm sticking with that. Like, digs in her heels. And so, yeah, I just, that's the, like, just simple to, like, I don't know. I don't. <sighs> See, this is your, the, the chomp, chomp, chomp. This is me thinking about people that. Normal people. That have two-digit IQs, oh. yeah. So all the yeah. So and there's someone that I work with who I don't I, I can't judge her IQ really because I don't see her in like I just see her in work situations. But I have called it uh, if you McKell something, it's when something's said and it takes you a, an inordinate like something that should be Is that very the basic. Person's last name? It's her first name. Are you gonna bleep that out? No on broadcast. Oh no! Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no, uh, and but I I do mean and everyone and sh and she'll Does be Mikkel like. Does Mikel have a squishy she, pussy? Uh, 
I would never want to find that out. There would be so many levels of why that would not want to be found out. But that being said, with Mikkel, she you'll say something to her and then she'll like just it'll take a long time for her to get it. And you're just like, this is taking way too and then they're like, oh, you got it. And that just happened to me recently. So um I mean, is she a closed head injury victim or something? No, she was raised um by e- homeschooled by evangelical parents. And I will say that the I'm assuming that her parents had 100% no business doing any homeschooling to anyone. Like, they're teaching their kids that the moon is 1,300 miles away from oh, wait, the earth. Wasn't Kat, like, evangelical raised? Well, yeah, Christian? but she went to a regular school. She just didn't fit in at a regular school because of the way she was raised. Like, I believe that this person I'm talking about may have been raised on an asbestos farm. I don't even know if that's a real thing, but I'm just, I'm just assuming that those would be two words I would slap together and be like, yes, that sounds where she may have been raised. So, okay. You got any last questions for, for John? Um, God, I probably, I would love to talk to John again. We will. We will. It's been a while since we've had holidays and other things going on since it's been a while since John's been on. I mean, he answered my burning question, which was like, I've always wondered just how much you guys think over these cases outside of, you know, like. There are some that that really stick like uh, beyond the murder guy. I mean, there are some cases that stick with you in a good way. I have had some amazing success with young kids. Oh. I'll toot my last horn. I got appointed to represent a kid up in Clay County. A uh-huh. kid, he was 18. He was a dope fiend. Pills, not meth, but behavior like a meth head where you just fucking don't give a shit. Who's So he went into a hardware store up north, loaded shit up, was just walking out the door because they have a no-chase policy generally, but this store didn't have a no-chase policy. So the employee went after him. They scuffled a gun fell out of this guy's waistband. He very similarly reminded me, looked like you in that video. (sighs) Young, pretty fucker, long hair, right? I was pretty. I used to be too. Um, But he was in jail and I'm like, so are you gay? That was the first thing I asked him. He's like, what? No. I'm like, oh, that's too bad because you're going to need to get used to getting fucked in the ass like this if you keep doing this shit. Right. Long story short, I got him out on bond. He went to the welcome house, completed the welcome house program while his case was still pending. Did so fucking well. He moved into a sober living house while his case was still pending. I convinced the prosecutor to drop the charge that had mandatory prison time. Convinced the judge to give him probation with no conviction. Last week, I went to uh, first call. They help people out of jail in recovery get situated. He received the Young Person of the Year Award from First Call because of his own personal recovery and because of the work he does with other youngsters. That's awesome. So, I mean, that guy, I mean, before we got this resolved, that case kept me up because I was like, I know this kid is worth saving. It reminded me of my dope-doing self when I was young. Do you get that often, that feeling about, I mean, in maybe not even positive, maybe negative. Do you, because for whatever reason, there's been a few people 
you and I, I mean, we met, uh, I sold you a camcorder, you know, 30 plus years ago, but here we are, you know, all these years later, there's another guy I sold a big screen TV to Jesse Perez from Perez foods, uh, Mexican foods. They do chips and salsa uh, down on South. These are Sal's chips. <laughs> yeah, so I, w- I will not have Screw cat you, part Jesse. of that when when Jesse's on. But And then, like, the guy I flew to uh, when I went out to buy my Toyota Sequoia out in Raleigh, I literally flew in. The, the sales guy picked me up at the airport, went, test drove, bought the car, came home. And I so I, I met the guy for three hours, and we still t- stay in touch. So there's certain people you get feelings yep. for. So, but... Those are positive feelings. And I get lots of negative feelings about a lot of people. But how are how are you and and picking those up with your clients? I mean, there, can- there's another guy that uh literally he was a dope fiend living under a bridge, stole his mom's check, had a felony, and I just I talked to him about getting clean and sober. Right. And he's got like eight years clean and sober now. I mean, you can you just kind of get a sense if somebody hasn't been given the opportunity that they should. Right. Hasn't been provided the resources, you know, to make their way straight. Right. And, you know, I'm happy to say that being as fucking old as I am, having been in the business long enough, I can kind of help navigate and convince the prosecutors that these folks are worth saving. Right. And you have a great head of hair. God bless you. However oh, white it is, I'll take it. Yeah. So what else do you do in your free time then? With your wife or just you, I, hobbies, other hobbies? Um, we talked about you wanting to sing, but obviously you don't sing, so what do no, you do? No, I don't. Um, I have a lot of guns. I like to go shooting, but I've got two of my four kids have special needs, and so like every day at 3.30, my 23-year-old gets home from her day program. Uh, generally, I have to be at the house to get her off the bus because we don't have afternoon child care, any child adult care. Um, and we have... Only one day of the weekend do we have somebody in the house to help us. So, I mean, I don't really have a lot of, like, free go fuck around time. If I do, I mean, I love doing projects. I love working with my hands. I put in 23 underground sprinkler systems for fun. I like to build decks, whatever. He used to... uh and a I'm, I'm gonna te- I'm gonna tease her with this. He used to he used to like too, fireworks too. <laughs> okay, you can you can you uh, can have her listen to the fireworks story. Yeah, I'll have her listen to that. So, <laughs> okay. Well, we next time it can't be so long before we have you back on the program. Kat, I'm glad that you're able to be on this program yeah, too. I will put you. in a request to have him back. I yeah. You know what? If she's because asking too, okay. I'm gonna put in a request in the request box. I mean, so I've told him and his brother they need to develop an app that just has their hair. You know, like when you do filters. <laughs> so, like, bald guys like me, so I could try his hair on. That would be... They already have those apps. Not that hair. Mm. Like, that's... Like, that... He's got good hair. He does have good hair. I'm telling you, that if I had that hair, if I woke up tomorrow with that hair, there would be no podcast. you didn't wear a suit? This would have been the perfect day. You could have worn a suit I'm, and dressed up all nice, like you said you would like to do. I was going to. I literally was looking in the closet at suits, and then it was funny because I told him that. I go, I, I love wearing suits. And he's like, no, you don't. Yeah, fuck, it's overrated. No, I love wearing Look my suits all the time. Are. I know. So, And I told her that, that like if we did this, like if we do video... He was talking. He was addressing Bobby on that picture. I'm, I'm well, yeah. <laughs> I I am well aware. When everyone tells me that I'm a narcissist, I understand why they may think that. But Bobby is so much better than me, which proves I can't be a narcissist because narcissists think they're the best. 
But Bobby mm. is by. I mean, I do not deserve that woman. I'm a narcissist. Uh, and I will not. I will not even tell you the the sounds that I make when I'm meeting with her. I will tell you, you guys would not be happy. But see, I'm a narcissistic eater because I think I'm the best at eating. Is well, that a competition that I'm unaware of? No, it's like if you're not annoying the fuck out of yourself, you're probably a good eater. Yeah, I. I just never even thought of that. So, but I'm, I'm glad you guys have brought you were that. the narcissism. I know. I just <laughs> God, that would hashtag be hashtag blessed. Hashtag narcissist. That's that's what I'm gonna do. I need to do that. I need to get a picture of us. Where's my family? Oh, they won't be back yet. We need to have a picture of us. Did uh, your 55 year old self not know what a? Selfie I don't want to. No, see, I can't. I can't. Yeah, but I can't be. You, you guys really are dressed up once you again. You have great selfie arms. You can reach really far. That is, and they have timers on true. phones now. They do, that and I true. have a I have a tripod. I guess I setup. guess we, I guess we could work this out. So anyway, see, uh, we just needed a great mind, a really smart man in the room to figure that out for us. I think that was a dig on me. So thank you very much. Uh, okay. Attorney at law. Attorney at law or Esquire. He'll go by that Esquire as well. Um, thank you for I having mean, me. If you lost your hair, would you ever consider wearing a powdered wig? Fuck yes. I wish we had powdered wigs and robes still. Wasn't I thought we talked about that. Wasn't that to hide syphilis or something? I thought that's why they wore the powdered wigs. Because of syphilis? Yeah, I think they they were covering up sores and the smells. I don't know. Syphilis causes sores on your head? I don't. So here's the thing. As a genius, there's a lot of shit in my head that... Feels like it, it, that it is true because it's here. Because that doesn't seem like something I would spit out. Like, do you I'm, have a door closing sound effect? Like he's walking out. No, you're a genius at like segways. I am. So okay. So that segue is going to be John. Until next time. Thanks for being on the program, Cat. Thanks for being part of this program. As always, evidently, I am now legally responsible yeah, for, for the you record. And- I get paid for this fucking show. If somehow was, we ever make a penny. We will. Oh, yeah. we we you have con- to split that goddamn penny with me. <clears throat> and if Sal listens to this episode, we'll be curious to know who you're dating next and how well they <laughs> keep their mouths shut. Well, well, all we have to do is look at the rankings and see which girl jumps up the rankings. And you know what I should do? I should create. Ooh, I shouldn't share that with everyone. Never mind. <laughs> we, we can do Stay that tuned. off record. Yeah, I have a new business idea. Oh no. And you know what? I, I I was all excited about that business idea until whatever you just did with it's your eyes. App. Whatever you did with your eyes there made me My eyebrows, my sinister eyebrow movement. Don't do that. Please stop. <laughs> so because it was a great idea until you did that. And now it's it's a less than I don't know. I haven't heard the idea, but when you the way you started to say it, you were so excited. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna jump on board. And then the eyes, like, I don't know. That's why I go by cat, because I always have this look on my face what was it was it raunchy so the bitch doesn't even use botox yet look no. she's young Perfect. her skin is god she's oh, young. I, have I have a super a, wrinkly forehead i have Whatever. The, i have a i have a daughter almost her age who i think every single person i know they're in their 30s 40s whatever they're all botox they fucking duck lips um they they're probably appalled with my with my Shut. complexion yeah if Aww. ladies if you have injections in your lips and you look like a fucking duck just stop it 
and put the fucking false eyelashes away. That's all I've got. You should have started it with, honey. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, honey. So fake eyelashes, here's another thing. I don't know. I think they were originally patented as as cumbrellas, and it was so that when (laughs) prostitutes, so that they wouldn't get cum in their eyes. Did he just snort? Oh my gosh. I am so glad. And I looked at the, so one hour, 23 minutes is when you snorted because I will go exactly to that spot tomorrow. Thank you for snorting. That, John, you were a great guest, but I'm going to tell you that snort here at 123, that really set it off. That's awesome. It's still only the second best joke. I'm going to write down snort. Courtesan. Boom. And 123. Yes. I hope I remember Cumbrellas. later what that means. Fuck, do you think anybody Cumbrellas. listened this long? Yeah. Okay. You'd be surprised. We did a three-hour and 20-minute. It sounds minute. like you listened to um, the long episode where I was drunk on wine talking about my childhood. I haven't. No. You you knew I was from like an evangelical Christian church. Well, he just said I, something about I it. I think I mentioned oh. I'm going to have to fucking yeah. listen. Yeah. Oh, I she. Uh, I was a little was, wind up. She she was. Mm-hmm. I think I, I'd just I, like everyone to know that. That's all right. I'm sure they could tell. They're like, this doesn't sound like normal. I, 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 so I think that... It took uh, me about a million words to describe like one one instance from my childhood I was talking about. I, I will say that in conjunction with my stoned, uh, cross-faded AF uh, episode <laughs> being so close together, I think they paired nicely. Kind of like oh, a good meal and a wine. I think that's how... I'm not sure which was which, mm. but I think those two shows probably complement each other it, very, very well. I think it was well. a good wine with a meal. Yeah. There was more wine than there was food. Yes. As yes. there should be. Okay. Anyways. Okay. I Forever. had fun um, um, discussing everything with you. It was fun. Agreed. John, it was great to have you on. Uh, I Oh, hold on. Anything happened to the guy in St. Louis, uh, the backseat guy? Or can I ask, can you say anything? He's doing three years in prison. Okay. But that's a gift. Yeah. You were hoping for better than that. Yeah, I but, was. Yeah. So, okay. Well... That if you guys listen to our previous uh, interview, you'll understand what uh, that's a resolution to. Do you fo- do you like to follow? Sorry, one more question. Right. Do you like to follow like the national, like the big cases that I don't. are televised fact, or anything? The day before the Murdoch verdict came out was when I watched that Netflix show about it. So uh-huh. I didn't know anything about the Murdoch case until then. Really? Oh, okay. I fucking hate watching. Yeah. So I here- keep telling Ronnie the one that there's one that we need to keep up with, and it's. It's um, the OnlyFans model who killed her boyfriend in Miami. Oh, I know what OnlyFans is. Are you on there? <laughs> What's your last name? What's your stage uh, name? I'm, I'm going to snort uh, again. Don't um, snort again. No, I am uh, not on there. No, but... Uh, Fuck. So, uh, the, uh, you don't know this because you would... Do you remember anything about the O.J. Simpson trial? Not much. So you know how sometimes, well, it used to be on the news, like if there was a big trial, then they'd have like a local attorney with on the local news and they would talk about it. That's mm. that was John. So during that was correct, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I just want to make sure I was it because sometimes I bounce between parallel universes. Oh, so I needed know. to make sure it was sure is the same universe. <laughs> oh, but so yeah, so so on the lo- so the trial would go on all day and people were watching that. They were riveted by that, and then they would have John on the local news and he would discuss what had happened during the day and all that. 
And then I think you did you used to do a lotto commercials. Stetson commercial. And was there a Stetson's or something? Why do I seem oh, like you were a cowboy or something? There something? was. Uh, what's the western where shit out in Wichita? I did modeling too, so I've yeah. been the Shepler's catalog. Yeah, in Hallmark, I did a bunch of newspaper shit. Yeah, so he's just he's just not an attorney or esquire at law. Yeah. So. Or hold on, Esquire attorney at law, whatever, whoever. Okay, uh, you don't have headphones on, so Final you don't. Goodbye. You don't know I'm hitting the buttons. I'm hitting them now. Hey, for everyone, thanks for listening to the Stone Genius Podcast. My name is Ro. We'll talk to you later.